All right, today we have the team that went to Bailey's. If you guys would come on up here and stand behind me. Yeah, give them a round of applause. I'm going to turn it over to Derek, and we're going to have testimonies, but I was on the trip, so I'm going to give my testimony while they are coming. You always have to give your name first. My name is Tom. <laughs> I knew I needed this trip. I have known God wants me to live in Sabbath, to do less and accomplish more, but I have allowed myself to get tired on the inside from my responsibilities. Belize was a chance to disconnect from regular life and just be one of the team. I thoroughly enjoyed these students and loved ministering to them as well as alongside them. We had fun together, encountered God together, ate together, and worked hard together, both on the house and ministering in the schools. I felt God's pleasure in our group and his favor on all our efforts Thank you, City Church, for sending this team and letting me go along. Thank you to Derek and Sarah's, Sarah, his wife, and Sarah Monson, his, his assistant, that coordinated and planned and oversaw all of the details of the trip, which were millions. But most of all, thank you, dear Father, for faithfully refreshing me again and again. That's my testimony. Well, this is our team, and they were amazing. And uh, I just want to tell them in front of you, but I want to tell them how very proud I am of you. Thank you for fighting through everything that we had to encounter the last 11 days. How many of you were hot yesterday? <laughs> that was our coldest day in the last 12 days. It was uh, 100 was our low, and 113 was our high, and we were out without shade most of the time. So these guys fought through playing with kids and running around with kids and building a house and doing all this stuff, and so they made it. They survived. We're here. Um, yeah. No small feat. The first testimony I'm going to start off with is um, the family that we ministered to, Fitos and Julie and um, their family. And my heart always goes out to the people that we minister to. Last year, we built a house for Viviana. We went back to that house this year. It's such a special thing. But I've, I said this to Ron and Tom and some of our team, this has got to be one of the, the best relationships we've ever had and just a God opportunity for us to build for this family. We actually didn't know exactly what was going to happen up until a week before we left because of permits and things that happened. And then Fitos met with Ron and said, can you help? And he's like, wow, this is an answer to prayer. I was just asking God, can you show me who we're supposed to build for? And so this team was an answer to someone's prayer within a week and is powerful. And we want to start off by showing you the video of Fitos and his family. For God, I believe there is no before the time. The time is exact. This is a life-changing uh, moment for us. We're happy. It changed our life because we lived. Uh, I guess you guys who were here could have seen the room we lived in. But now we have a nice, bigger house. And it's very comfortable. It gives me hope. It's awesome. Amazing. Growing up, we had a we had a very a very rough childhood. My dad used to drink too much. He would always be absent. We we had to 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 go out and sell on the streets. As a little boy, I was like my son, like his size. I was already out there with a basket on my head, going all around, walking miles and miles to get food for everybody else. Met Jesus for the first time at the age of 16. I decided on my own and that was until I had my appendix burst. Through all the struggles that I've lived, I've learned that Jesus never left me. See, sometimes we have to 
from suffering to see God. Overall, I say now, I thank God for allowing my appendix to burst, because if it wasn't through that, I wouldn't have met Christ for the first time. I wouldn't have had an encounter with God. It gets you closer to Christ, and that's what did happen. I got closer to Christ and never want to leave Him again. I'm hoping and praying that that the Lord would transform our lives. My family, my little brothers, my little sister living here in the same house. Hope and I pray they have an encounter with the Lord. We could all love the Lord and live for Him. I want them to know Jesus, and I say me and my house will serve the Lord. That'll keep playing, but I just want you to realize, you saw the old man there, he turned 90, 92, and uh, Fitos and his family were living in the, what, we call, what we call the big house, but he moved his parents in there, and he and his wife and kids moved into that little thing that looks like a chicken shack, and nine of them were living in this space when we arrived, and so we got to expand their house and expand their other buildings so that they could live comfortably. Um, and their mother was living in a van in the back of the building because there wasn't enough space. Uh, someone, uh, several people said afterwards, man, it's good that you took people on your team that have carpentry skills. We have no carpentry skills. <laughs> okay? And so God does miraculous things if we're just willing to help. And so you're going to see the buildings and the progress. The red, the red building uh, was an 8 by 10 that four people were living, into and living in, and the blue building was, that becomes the blue building is uh, four people were living in that as well. Okay, we're going to start on this end, because some of them didn't get to share, and we're going to hear the testimonies. Hi, my name is Doug. Um, I've been to Belize several times. And you might ask why, because really, you get addicted to where God's gonna be and you get to see changed lives. Every one of these guys will tell you what that's all about. He, God met me on, in a special way, first in my daily individual devotions, and it was amazing what he brought out and clarified through his word. And the second thing, due, through, due to Sarah Monson, given us our devotions for a group. He met us there too, in just special, special ways. One of the, the events that I got to attend was at Fusion Church, where the leaders got to go up front to pray for people, and then they also got to choose their catchers. So you knew that God was going to move, which you plan like that. Lucas was mine. The prayer part was so amazing, so amazing. Um, we got to pray for people. Kids would fall down. Others would fall down. We got to pray for a couple that was having difficulty in their marriage. But the last thing that was touching to me is there was one individual who had a pornography addiction, and I really felt led to not start the prayer. Instead, I kind of asked Lucas if he would step forward. And he did. And not only did he just pray for, for him in a, in a touching way, but he stayed. Everyone was just going, come on, let's all go, let's go. Lucas was stayed back. He would make sure that he got that guy's phone number. So you can tell that it was a meaningful then, and it will be meaningful in the future. So thanks, Lucas. The last thing that I also... And was talked about was Fito's testimony, but was one of the beautiful times while we were working on his things, he would share just in tears how much he appreciated it. So where can you go on a missions field and see their fruit, immediate fruit? So thank you. Hi, I'm Sarah. The first night, our group time consists of, of each person sharing why they wanted to come on the trip, any miracles they saw in getting them there, and what their expectations were. I had to be totally honest and say that I, I didn't want to come this year. After my nephew's tragic death in April, 
It's been a journey of grief and brokenness, and I just didn't want to go. After the Tuesday night prayer meeting before we left, I felt God shift my heart and give me an excitement to come. I knew once I got to Belize it would be good, but my heart wasn't in it. It just seemed too big of an obstacle for me to overcome. God truly softened and healed my heart, and I was able to go, expecting to see him move mightily in my life and in the lives of the team. Saturday night was our Holy Spirit night, and it was so good. I was anticipating it and dreading it at the same time, knowing I'd have to bring up the brokenness, pain, and grief, and let God deal with it again. Pastor Tom prayed over me, and God's, God's presence was so strong. It brought peace and healing to my heart. I felt like a heavy weight was lifted off of me and truly experienced joy again. I feel so much lighter and have a peace and joy that is from him. Hi, everyone. I'm Katie, and you're going to have to bear with me. I lost my voice on this trip, so that's how much fun we had. Um, I got the privilege of being one of the leaders this year in Belize, and before this trip had even started, God was pushing me to go. I attend UW-Green Bay, um, and so I was planning to stay up there for the summer, but roommate plans fell through, and... um, I honestly was heartbroken and lost because coming home to Madison means a lot of big, big responsibilities for me, and I honestly didn't want them, so. (laughs) Uh, But once a few of our youth leaders found out I was coming home, they urged me and prayed uh, for me to go to Belize, and I told them I would pray, but I honestly didn't even think it was a possibility because I didn't have the funds to go this year. Um, The very next day, though, I got a text that someone, one of you, had offered to pay for my trip. (laughs) So. And also just got a text that if money was the only reason I wasn't going, that was a bad reason. So (laughs) a total God thing. Um, He wanted me there so bad that he relieved all anxiety I was having about money and produced a scholarship through one of you here at City Church. I thank you all for that and being faithful to God's calling. One of you special people allowed me to go and have my life changed yet again. This is my third trip, second time as a leader. Um, And I just got robbed again by God. So uh, being in Belize was a miracle in itself, but obviously God did not stop there. Um, The first few nights I was able to be freed from a burden that I've been carrying for many years. Uh, My father doesn't believe in Jesus, um, and that had rubbed me the wrong way for a very long time. Um, But now I get to choose forgiveness every day, even if it's hard. Um... Forgive and then let it go. I can't control his beliefs. All I can do is love him where he's at and be the truth of Jesus. Um, I was also able to get really close to a lot of our girls up here on stage. Um, Just, I did a lot of stuff before I was a Christian, so I just got to have a judgment-free talking space and be a place to listen. Um, And that was really great for me, uh, just to learn more about them and learn, teach them more about Jesus. And sharing how Jesus changed me and how I shouldn't be here today without him opened many conversations and many doors um, with a few of the girls up here on stage. And how amazing is God that he'll use our darkest moments um, to speak light into others. Uh, Finally, just doing the work that Jesus has put on my heart and worshiping while painting, being at the schools, and building the house for the most amazing and God-filled family is what changed my life the most. Seeing and hearing living testimonies of what families down there had prayed for was life-altering for me. Through our Lord and Savior, we got to be a part of what they were praying for, and that is something that can't be taken away. I cannot wait to hear what our and God's impact made on the Belizeans while we were down there, and I pray every day that I plant, that we planted seeds um, so that they can continue to grow in their faith without us. God touched my heart so intimately on this trip, and I couldn't be more grateful. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you all for your prayers while we were down there. I wouldn't have been there without all of you. Um, So my name is Jada. 
Uh, also, as like Sarah was saying earlier, I also did not really want to go on the trip when I got there. <laughs> I did not want to go on the trip. I was um, really anxious about it, and I was kind of just worried about, I knew how exhausted I was going to be the entire time, and just, I wasn't excited. Um, but God changed my heart on the first day as soon as we got there, like, um, as soon as we landed and we were there, like, the joy um, of being there just filled me immediately, and it was amazing. Um, and then on the first morning of the trip, I discussed, like, my hopes for myself um, on the trip, and I told my small group that I had felt, like, a huge weight sitting on my chest and holding me down emotionally and slowing down my steps spiritually. That same night, Tom opened up his message speaking on bondages and baggage and bruises and bitterness, and it was an arrow to my heart. Not only did I haul around pounds and pounds of baggage in my heart, but I was also bitter and unforgiving, which left open wounds and bruises, as Tom said, on my heart. Before Tom was even finished, I realized I was angry and I was bitter towards all the people who had hurt me in the past and bitter towards my family and my friends and most of all, bitter towards God. And I had been for years and remained so throughout half of the trip. Each of my prayers to him was for him to show, show himself to me and each time I didn't get a response I wanted, I grew more and more bitter. I started to believe that why that God didn't want to show himself to me and I knew he was working around me. It was so obvious everything was working around me and I started to think that I was the issue and I, was, I became bitter towards myself as well, thinking that I was a failure and that God, he didn't want to work in me. On uh, the Saturday, the spiritual anointment night, I got prayed for and I fell to the ground and when I was on the ground, I continued to pray and pray that God would reveal himself to me. Um, after I was done praying, God sent a friend uh, to let me know that God saw me and he understood my pain. And while it was so beautiful, my like hard and bitter heart didn't want to hear it and I still needed more and I wanted more. Um, and God let me sit in that for the rest of the whole night. Um, but the next morning, God put me in my place. Uh, worship at Fusion was a beautiful thing. Um, and I let myself loose just so that I was just open, openly worshiping in a way that I hadn't for a very, very long time. And through the worship, God spoke to me. Although he didn't do what I wanted him to do, um, in me on the trip, he said what I needed to hear, which settled all the doubt and bitterness in my heart. He told me I can't just sit on the ground and wait for God, um, for God, for him to pick me up, that this life faith takes work and, on my end, and I hadn't been putting in my weight. And he showed me that in order to feel God in the way I was begging to, I needed to chase him with all my life and everything I had. Um, Throughout the trip, God put me in a blender. Um, every hope and expectation I had coming on the trip was mixed up, and God showed me what I really needed, which was to break my emotion-driven life. I was always angry or sad or, um, or just bitter, like as, as I said before, and my emotions drove my actions and my decisions, and my emotions became my foundation as well as my bitterness. God took that foundation and he smashed it up, pouring me a new one with him as my base and took out my cornerstone of unforgiveness and put his love in its place. Also on the trip, he began to chip away the weight that was on my chest that I spoke about in the beginning, and it began to put cracks in the walls that were blocking him from me, and he was opening my heart up from the crushing weight. Um, the trip really just gave me, like, a, a taste of the light and the beauty of, like, being in his presence, and I just really want more of it, so thank you. Hi, my name is Alexa, and this was my first year going to Belize with City Church, and the experience was amazing. The shock to me of what people go through every day, yet still have so much joy, is something that fascinated me greatly, especially the children and their love and willingness to engage, learn, play games with us, do little crafts, and sing silly songs about sheep, even if they're 14. <laughs> Going on this trip sparked the fire and passion in my heart for teaching and working with children, especially seeing God move through them, specifically two little boys that I saw named Abdiel and Diego. I'll always remember the sincerity in their eyes as Tom did a closing prayer after our songs to let the little children accept Christ into their hearts and undoubtedly were so engaged for the remainder of the sermon. But the school children weren't the only little children that touched me. Talking to Jesvin at the work site and playing with him and seeing his joy and giggliness was something so pure, even in his unfortunate living conditions. And one of the ways I was able to see these things and apply their childlike joy amidst their difficult times and conditions was also through our morning devotions with my wonderful leader, Marlena. Learning to enjoy God's presence and engage in letting go of all the small worries and things that have no place in heaven was something that really touched me. All around, this trip was a big change for how I view life and ask questions and grew my passion for children and helping those who don't have the same lifestyle that we do here. Hi, my name is Gracelyn Skrpensky, and this is my first year on the Belize trip. So, our trip to Belize was filled with many amazing adventures, like tubing through a cave system, seeing 100-foot mahogany trees, swimming in a river, and seeing the Mayan ruins. But it wasn't the experiences that made the trip amazing, it was the people. 
The group that went to Belize was so filled with God, and the people we met there are what made this unforgettable. In less than 10 days, we built a house, and I sat on the roof for two hours, drilling in the paneling in the scalding sun, just taking in the beauty of the landscape. There was nothing I would rather be doing. I was able to talk to my friends and to like feel the presence of God in this work we were <laughs> doing. We also went to the schools, where I was hugged just for being there. Our school routine was some songs, and we put together a skit. And at first, I was embarrassed to have to sing in front of all these little kids. I didn't want to look foolish, but that didn't even matter to them. They were so grateful that we came out to sing to them and to share God with them. Their smiles were so sweet, and they were so eager to be near us. They really made the trip worth it. After every school, we had to say our goodbyes, and it was sad that we may never see them again, but I'm glad that we left them with the touch of God. Similar to that, everyone we met in Belize, we had to leave. But I may never see them again. I'm glad I can still see the people I went on the trip with. I made so many friends that are still here with me now, people that love God and that care. I remember one night we just sat there and talked for at least an hour about our experiences on the night of the anointing and about God. It was just so refreshing to have people to talk to, so many people that just came over, sat in the grass, and listened to each other, looking at the stars. I feel so blessed that God gave us an amazing Belize team. I'm so grateful for the opportunities that I had in Belize, and I'm more grateful for the friendships that I have here. Uh, hello, my name is Lincoln, and uh, I really feel like God wanted me on this trip. Ever since these people gave their testimonies uh, last time, I've really wanted to go. Uh, but after I heard that um, people going into ninth grade weren't able to go this year, I was really sad because I was really looking forward to being able to go on this trip. But Pastor Derek thankfully talked to my dad, and uh, he invited me to come. And uh, so I'm really thankful for that. But I still didn't have my passport or enough money to uh, be able to come. And my passport took a really long time, and I was getting kind of worried about if it was going to come or not and if I was going to be able to go. It eventually came after weeks and weeks of prayer, and I felt really excited to go on the trip. This was my first time out of the country, so I didn't really know what to expect, and, uh, but I was really excited to be there. I really wanted to go on this trip because of uh, all the fun that I knew I would have and getting to know people and being able to help them. Before this trip, I wasn't really motivated to do anything with God. Uh, I prayed on my own and spent time with him, but uh, it felt like God wasn't in my God activities, and I tried my best to uh, try to fix this. But uh, on this trip, I found God in everything, and just I was able to see him uh, through the people and uh, the environments and just everything there, uh, the worship, the work, and, and the prayer. During the last night of the chapel services, uh, the Holy Spirit night, I felt God's presence and received a word from him for the first time in a long time. What he said to me was only three words, but it meant a lot to me. He said, I love you. My name is Preston. This is my second time on Belize, or I went last year. Before coming to Belize, a lot of things happened very quickly. Due to these changes, I went to Belize looking to be secure in my faith and to be realigned with what God wants for me. On Saturday night, when I was prayed for, nothing happened, so I was kind of disappointed. The next morning at Point Church, when I was prayed for, I stopped myself from falling to fully hear what Derek was saying for me. Once he finished praying, I fell to the floor, and after a couple minutes, what God showed me reflected what Derek had said and what I've been told all my life. It's very common to know God's plan for me hasn't changed. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Lucas Meyer. Uh, this is my second year uh, going to Belize, and last year when I went, it, it was a complete 360 for my life. I went from lost to found and on fire for God, so I really wanted to go again and see what God had in store, to me, in store for me. I really wanted to go this year with no expectations from last year and also no expectations for what I wanted God to do. I wanted to go and serve and follow, follow, and I didn't want to try and be in control of what was supposed to happen this trip. I just wanted to go and follow Jesus and always give 110% no matter what we were doing. I went with a mindset to serve and be uncomfortable and give it all I had. 
And man, did I learn when you let God take control, it's a test. I was tested in every aspect of my life to the max in the 10 days. I, but I pushed through every challenge, knowing it was all for a reason and it would lead to amazing things. I worked as hard as I could whenever we had to build something or do physical labor. I led worship for the first time in my life, which was a huge, which was huge and way out of my comfort zone because I'm really scared to sing in front of people. And I cannot thank Ethan and Cheyenne enough for the help and support. I could not have done it without you. I had things from my past resurface and they tried to stop me. I had injury after injury, confidence issues, and things I was struggling with from before the trip that tried to take control of the trip. But through all the difficulties, God did two main things that I took. He did many more things than two, but I took two main things away that will lead how I live my life. First, God gave me proof of him, which I was struggling with for a while. He completely sealed my faith with his healing. I've seen a lot of people get prayed for healing and say, oh, they were instantly healed. And I was really skeptical of that. But while we were in Belize, I hurt my ankle and then my other ankle. And um, I got prayer for both of them. And uh, instantly they both got healed. But these were two separate times. And one of them was from Pastor Tom. And when he prayed for my ankle, Uh, I was able to walk on it and climb the falls that we were by. And I got up, I wiggled it, and I was like, no way. And it was completely healed. And so God humbled me. (laughs) So my faith in him is sealed forever. And that's just one thing I took away. Second thing, he showed me my place and my people. I have been struggling a lot with relationships with people and knowing who God wants me to be and who he wants me to be around. Every year we have agreed that everyone on this team is here for a reason, and this is the most true thing ever. Uh, And I can never thank God enough for this team, these people, the laughs, the jokes, maybe a little too much at times, but uh, the serious talks, the worshiping together, the memories and the friendship and fellowship. Uh, he gave me. I can never thank this group enough for your love, your support. You're just a truly amazing group to be around. And if God can do that in 10 days, I'm going to surrender to him and follow him for the rest of my life. Thank you. Hi, my name is Ethan. This is my first year going to Belize with City Church. um, And as a leader in training, little bit um, throughout the trip, I got the pleasure to be a leader, a small group leader for some of our guys here, and um, it was a really great experience. But um, initially, when I signed up for the trip, I didn't know what to expect. I've been on missions trips, I've been overseas, but I knew it's always best to be open to what God's going to do and where he's going to lead. I did have one expectation, and it came in two parts. Part one was God was going to do something in me that I needed to have done that I couldn't have done here at home, that I either wasn't able to accept or wasn't looking for. And two, that I needed to leave my baggage at home, that I was here to serve or going to serve and not be served. And while that's true for the, those that we went to serve for Fidos and the kids at the school, everybody, that wasn't true for God and that wasn't his plan. Tom's message from the first night all the way through to Sunday and even afterwards during prayer times, during worship times, anything, was exactly what I needed. And the moments during those, those times um, led me on a path of pursuing healing from trauma and pain. Throughout the trip, and much to my surprise, God was calling me out of my safety and into his security. And one of the nights we had worship and prayer, I was brutally honest with God. I said, God, I don't trust you. I don't love you. I don't think you care about me and love me. I don't think that you're good. And I don't love me. I had planned to finish the trip and play my part as a small group leader, as the missionary, as you know, the guy building the house, the one leading worship and or helping to lead worship. Um, and just you know, every role that was put on me. But when I got home, I would live my life differently without God's guidance and without his presence, knowing that he's real, knowing that he loves me. Well, 
now, but um, choosing to say, God, I, I want to live differently. I don't want to live a lie and pretend. Unless God and I resolved it, I would live like that. While in that place, God revealed to me the state of my heart. And by being honest about something that brought me a lot of shame and guilt, I was able to receive healing and start a journey with my creator, one that reveals who he is and who I am. That journey won't ever end, but God met me in my honesty. And when I let my walls down, he showed me my hiding place. And he brought me out of it. And he, sh- he shone light on it and showed me that I can find rest in him. I can find security in him and that he is my hiding place. Uh, I'm Isaac. Uh, this is my testimony. So while I was signing up for the trip, I had a lot of doubts and like mixed feelings about coming. I didn't know if I was ready or if, you know, God was telling me to. But I signed up and I got my passport like a week before, luckily. My relationship with God before the trip wasn't that good. I was kind of like doubting him, didn't know if he was real or not. So, but during our camp nights, I felt God like flowing through the room and he like touched me in a way I've never felt before. So I went up to go get prayed for and I just felt the Holy Spirit like come over me and I fell back in prayer and started praying and he just showed me that like he was the one I should follow and that God is real and yeah. Hi, my name is Thaddeus. Before the Blue East trip, I had mixed feelings about coming. I had gone last year and I had seen many people touched and loved many of the places we went. This year I was told not to expect anything, so I tried not to, but I hoped God would do something in me and he did. I experienced God when Pastor Tom spoke about baggage and bondage, and I had realized I had been carrying a lot of both. I was prayed for and God showed me that I was in a dark spot but there was a sliver of light and he told me to leave behind the baggage and to open the door to him, the light. Once I, had, once I did, I honestly saw the change instantly. I was a lot more happy. I could see God moving through me into all the children I had spent time with. Working on the house and the school brought me a lot of ha- more happiness and overall I felt closer to God when we worshiped. The people in Belize will change your perspective so much and humble you so much. I am grateful for everyone who made it possible to go to, on this trip. Thank you. Hi, my name is Lauren Rohde, and this is my second year going to Belize. Throughout this whole trip, I've been able to experience so much of, so much of God's creation. The stars, the plants, water and food, the landscapes he created, but especially the people. When driving back from swimming in baptisms on Wednesday, I was looking at all of the beautiful and majestic landscapes all around me. Then I looked into the bed of the truck where me and all my friends were sitting while singing songs and just feeling a sense of thankfulness and gratitude for God's love for me. Over the last seven months, I've struggled with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, and almost some attempts, self-harm, emotional trauma, and an eating disorder. While I was riding in the back of the truck that day, surrounded by people who cared for me and truly liked to be around me, I really felt God's presence in my life. It made me realize that if I had taken my own life a few months prior, I would not have been able to go on this trip and experience this amazing moment with people who actually cared for me. During this trip, God showed me that I was his beautiful daughter, that he loved me and gave me a purpose in this life. Good morning. My name is Cheyenne. Um, And for the second year in a row, I was able to be a part of the team that went down to Belize. While many of the people and activities were the same, this trip impacted me in many different ways than last year. And while it might sound cheesy, this trip left me with a huge list of things I take for granted. Things as simple as knowing I can have lunch on a daily basis. I was struck by how unfair my life is when in comparison to theirs. It made me thank God over and over again for the life he has given me. God also opened my eyes to the bitterness in my life, bitterness towards myself. Like every other human to ever walk the earth, I have struggles, and some of those include the way that just my brain is wired. I look at myself and I feel broken and dysfunctional. I feel like I can never get it right in many areas, and thus resulting in a huge buildup of bitterness. But identifying the bitterness is only part of the equation. Um, Next comes the forgiveness and trust. I've had a few chats with the Lord where I've given and received forgiveness. 
Now I just have to believe it and live in that forgiveness. Easy, right? <laughs> I also have to be willing to trust in God's unfailing redemption, something that I'm going to need a lot of divine help with. And while I know that it will take a lot of time and a lot of going back to God, I know that I can face my struggles and overcome them if I don't give up on God or his beloved child, me. <laughs> My name is Sarah, and this was my second time of being a part of the Belize team. This year, during one of our evenings set apart for prayer and worship, God met me with a picture of a heart inside a box. I knew he was reflecting my heart to me, where the walls surrounding it were labeled proving. With that image in mind, God began to show me that while he has been good and gentle in growing trust in him and with others, this is still an area of weakness for me. Awareness is not synonymous with freedom, but it can be the beginning. I became aware of how I have confused initiating conversations with being vulnerable, and God convicted me of a situation where what I was choosing to share and why and how was just a sneakier way of protecting myself. You see, if I can share first, I can attempt to control what people see, pacifying them with enough details to keep them from asking questions that feel too close to be safe, not only with people, but how I approach God in prayer. This time in Belize provided a space where, surrounded by a team of people who love me, I was able to respond to God's conviction through confession and receive his grace through the prayers and encouragement of others. On our last night in Belize, Ron shared his story and showed us what it can look like to hear God's voice and obey his call in our lives, where often God calls us through the gifts and desires he's given us, and our response is to feel unworthy or shrink back in fear, or, in my case, build walls that make me feel capable and safe, but true blessing and satisfaction are found in the spaces where, by faith, we obey and follow our God, who alone is capable and worthy. Because of that, on the one hand, this trip didn't need to be about God giving me a mountaintop experience, or on the other, proving I could climb any mountain. Rather, God used it to reorient my desire to faithfully follow him and love others, wherever I am, even when it feels insignificant, difficult, or unsafe. And for me, that's freedom. Okay, hi everybody, I'm Marlena. This is my first time going to Belize and I got to be a small group leader, which was really exciting as well. Um, I came on this trip with a strong tug on my heart from God saying that I was supposed to go. Going into this trip, I didn't have many expectations except for God to move in my life and the lives of people around me. Throughout the trip, it began to sometimes feel as though God wasn't moving in my experience, which became very discouraging. I began to question why God called me on this trip if he felt so far away while I was on it. While processing my experience, I was reminded of a verse from one of our devotionals we had on this trip. The verse was from 1 Kings 19. In this verse, Elijah is on the mountain standing before the Lord. He is expecting God to move in a big way, but instead God comes to him in a whisper. Despite the meaning of this verse being applied differently in our devotional, it still touched my heart in a different way this time. It was a reminder that even though I couldn't see and feel what God was doing, God was still working. As we came back, I wrestled with God about how he was moving on this trip. In that, I felt him speak to me and ask me what my goal was coming on this trip. I realized that my heart for this trip was to spread the love of God to others. I heard God speak to me on that and say I had in fact spread his love, and even though it may feel small, sometimes all it takes are the things that seem insignificant to us to make an impact that is significant to him. He taught me that being obedient and faithful to his calling to go on this trip, as well as serving, in God's eyes is just as beautiful to him as a big mountaintop encounter with him. Um, hi, my name is Megan, and for someone who also did not want to go to Belize, um, this trip had such a positive impact on my life. Before the trip, I was so filled with anxiety, depression, and shame. My quiet time was non-existent in my prayer time as well. I felt so distant from God, I didn't even feel like my normal, joyful self. I was this person searching for peace and answers in all of the wrong places. Because of the sinful, anxious life I was living, I didn't want to go to Belize at all. I knew it was a fun, impactful trip because I was on the team last year, but I just felt so stuck in my lifestyle. Despite my thoughts, I ended up going, hoping that God would touch me again and bring back the Megan I miss so much. Throughout the trip, I got prayer from just about every leader. Um, when Tom prayed over my anxiety and depression, he prayed that the ease of heaven would come onto me and that I would become joyful again. I felt better, but not fully. 
Later on, Sarah Wright prayed over me and that I would take life one day at a time and I would feel at peace. I started to feel better, but not quite where I wanted to be. On one of the last days, Derek prayed over me that I would let Jesus lead me because he is the only one who knows my future. These prayers that were prayed over me flipped a switch in my life and brought a new, refreshed Megan. I feel so peaceful and so much less anxious. And on the trip, not only was I blessed, I was able to bless others as well. Helping build the house for Fitas and his family was so impactful to me. I got such a reality check for how much I had back home. Hearing Fetus' story made my issues and hardships suddenly disappear. He had gone through so much, yet still faithfully served God. I had been going through only a fraction of what he went through, and I pushed God away. Another important thing that I learned is not to take our moms for granted. I was praying over a lady at Fusion Church, and while I touched her, she touched me and reminded me how much my mom loves me and how I need to be more appreciative of her. Um, she said her children are so she said children are so important to moms, and I instantly started crying. Um, I'm so beyond grateful that God put me on this team. I feel so refreshed and ready for the future and what it will hold. It might not be what I expect, but I'm ready to have Jesus take the wheel and lead me right where I belong. Hello, um, my name is Jessica, and this was my first trip to Belize with City Church. I kind of joined last minute, but I felt a strong calling to attend. My expectations regarding this trip were to allow God to use me as a vessel to touch the surrounding community, but little did I know he used the surrounding communi community to also more so touch me. The people I met and encountered had such a joyous outlook on life. It truly placed things into a new perspective for me. The little amount of stuff they had did not matter because they found joy in intangible things. The kids there were so happy just to see a smiling face and encounter a small glimpse of the presence of God. Another encounter that truly pulled on my heart this trip was visiting the women's shelter. I wasn't originally planning on going, but God had other plans. The people I met there and the stories I heard truly did draw me closer to God. The fact that one senior lady could make such a difference and immense impact demonstrated to me firsthand God's power to be able to see such change in a community. It really opened my eyes and once again drew me closer to God. As a whole, this trip allowed me to let go and heal in different areas of my life. Just being around such joyous and thankful human beings not only gave me a whole new perspective on life and opened my eyes, but most definitely changed my heart and healed my hurt. I'm so thankful I had the opportunity to go and not only help the surrounding community, but encounter God in a new and fresh way and be touched by the community within Belize. Hi, my name is Aiden. Now, before I went to Belize, my life was centered around me and what I wanted to do. If I'm being honest, when we were leaving for Belize, I was not looking forward to all the work ahead. Then we got there and we were shown the family that we were going to be helping, and slowly my self-centeredness started going away. It did not happen right away, but happened over the 10 days we were in Belize. When I saw how fortunate I was compared to others, I was humbled, and that was definitely God's doing. And speaking of God, the Belize trip has brought me even closer to God. For a while, my relationship with him has been rocky, but now I feel even closer than ever to him. And I plan to continue to grow closer to him while here. One last thing is when we went to the schools to sing and pray with them, it was beautiful that these kids, who most don't have dads, were so happy and accepting. The Belize trip has definitely changed my perspective on life. I'm looking forward to the next Belize trip and what God has planned for me. Thank you. So my name is Sebastian. It's my first time going on the Belize trip. And if I'm being honest, I didn't think I was going to be able to make it to the trip. God really came in at the right time with like miracles, especially with my passport. It came in like three, four days before we actually left. And the funding kind of just like appeared. So, but going to the trip, I was, my only expectation was God, do what you're going to do. And didn't really have, you know, we're told to expect nothing. So I get there first day homesick. I didn't think I would be. 10 days didn't seem like that much. Second day comes and, you know, I didn't, you know, Tom was preaching about the bruises and baggage and I'm like, I, I probably don't got too much of that. <laughs> right? I'm like, I, I, thought, I thought I was pretty all right. So as he's going, as, as he's pre preaching about it, I start to come to a realization that I actually, you know, I'm still taking some of the damage from some of the bruises okay. that I've had before. <laughs> Uh, I was betrayed by a friend, and it was still haunting me to this day. I had daily panic attacks. I didn't really tell nobody about it. I kind of just 
took it, and I set up walls around my heart, which made me build up a resentment and towards myself for not being able to fully express love to those around me and my family or to receive it from them. And so Tom and Derek prayed over me, and not only that, I haven't had a panic attack since the entire trip. And, and after the trip, you know, I, those walls, you know, I felt those walls come down and realized the Lord doesn't, you know, the people that the Lord puts in my life aren't there just so, you know, here's a lesson and then they go away. They're, you know, they're there to help me grow and to show God's love through them to me because he loves me. Hi, everybody. Um, my name's Ailey, and this is my first trip to Belize. This trip will forever leave an impact on my life. Ever since I stepped into Belize, God has opened up my eyes to see how fulfilling life could be living for him. I think all over the world, but especially in America, we have been living for ourselves. It is always about putting ourselves first, doing what is best for you without regard to others. But in reality, what does this selfishness cause in society? It causes anger, resentment, bitterness, and lack of understanding and willingness to be there for your neighbors. That is the exact opposite of what God has called us all to do. I personally love to plan out my future to a T. There's been many times in my planning where I admittedly have seeked out certain career possibilities for comfortability in my life, or what I like to call an earthly mindset. Trying to live for the world has caused me fear and worry due to realizing the lack of control over where we'll end up in our lives. But in actuality, Christianity is about giving up what we cannot control and letting God do the rest. He knows exactly what our futures will hold and what our fullest potentials can be. As a society, we will collapse if we all live for ourselves. But if we pour into each other's lives and hearts with love and kindness, we can only go up. God did not send a selfish son down to the earth to die for us. He sent a caring, loving son who only wants the best for us. Jesus led the way in showing us how to live for others. I, for one, have taken this trip as a blessing to see what God can do for, other, for others through us. Meeting other brothers and sisters in Christ and helping those in need was the most fulfilling thing I have done in my life, and I cannot wait to see what God has next for me. Uh, hi, I'm Rebecca, and since we left the schools last year in Belize, I knew I had to come back on this trip, but it wasn't easy for me to get to this point. I was in a very bad mental state this year and lost a lot of joy in my life. I had a lot of depression and anxiety, so much so I started taking medication for anxiety. I felt so overwhelmed with everything going on in my life that I didn't really know how to handle it. I ended up using ways that weren't good for me to deal with it. And so when the trip finally came around, I was planning on putting a pause on my mental health. I was going to focus on other things I needed healing from, uh, but God knew I needed more than that. Later in the trip, we had a night of worship with our team. I was sobbing, kneeling in front of God in all my shame. While this was happening, PD said our leaders would be available to pray for anything. I knew God was giving me an opportunity to talk to someone. After hesitating for a few minutes, I went over to get prayer from Sarah Monson. She told me she was proud of me and that I'd taken a huge step. A few nights later, I opened up to the whole group when we had a chance to talk about what God had done on the trip. I talked about how I felt a little joy come back into my life, and so many people told me afterwards how they'd gone through it too and how I wasn't alone. That hit me hard. I'd been dealing with it and had felt so alone for so long that I convinced myself I was. And being with the kids on base and at school, getting to make them feel less alone, made me feel less alone too. Especially this one girl, Jamira, who I met last year. If it takes me going through all this pain to be a light in her life, it's all worth it. Even if I still have to go through this struggle, I no longer need to depend on myself. I can depend on God and the people he put in my life to help me through it, and I know I'm not alone. Hi, I'm Amber. Uh, in the past couple years, I've struggled a lot with anxiety and depression caused by anxiety. There was unreasonable worry in everything I did. And honestly, I had multiple people tell me that they didn't recognize me anymore. Last year in Belize, God did a lot of work on my, in my heart, except I was still struggling a lot after that. 
My parents and I had many conversations and decided the best option would be to go on medication. This was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. It completely changed my life and I started acting like myself again. In Belize this year, I was very careful to make sure that I took my medicine. I was doing well until Sunday morning. For some reason, I forgot on Sunday morning. And usually when I forget, I struggle a lot with anxiety and a couple of times I've gotten panic attacks. Well, the Sunday that I forgot to take my medicine, I felt like God was asking me to pray for someone. And honestly, I think that this impacted me just as much as her or more. The entire time we were praying, I felt complete peace, even if I paused or stumbled. I didn't feel anxious, and that was completely God. Last one. My name's Esther. Um, I came on this trip with zero expectations of what God might do, other than just knowing that last year on this trip, God completely changed my life and helped me with my depression and anxiety. I rarely struggle with those to this day. So I was excited about what God was going to do. I kept raving all throughout the beginning of the trip that it was so nice to be surrounded by and in constant fellowship with Christians that love Jesus. It was super comforting and just awesome after spending lots of time with the opposite my senior year at a public high school. So on the Holy Spirit night of the trip, I feel super nauseous and have to miss out. I was upset because I was missing out on the one day we set out for the Holy Spirit to pour into us. I then hear a thought so clearly from God pop into my head while I'm by myself, kind of looking down on everyone else. He said, will you choose me when you're alone? At that moment, I realized I love being surrounded by Christians because it was easier to choose Jesus. While that is great and is why our closest circle of friends should be Christian, among other reasons, I still needed to choose Jesus for myself, not just for now because it was easier. From that moment, I've made the conscious decision to follow Jesus on my own accord, not wavering or anything just because I may be surrounded by non-Christians. It will not be easy, but it'll be rewarding. I also got to lead a group of girls this trip. I called them my nuggets. (laughs) And just pouring into them and loving on them was an amazing experience on its own. I have to also add that Pastor Tom was a nugget, (laughs) and we had a lot of fun together. As a team, just playing card games, playing mafia with Tom's gruesome death stories, hanging out with the Belizeans and their kids, and more was just so fulfilling. Being able to serve the Belizeans in so many ways was just awesome. God got to really work through us, and I could talk about this trip for hours and everything I learned and all of our experiences. With this being maybe my last year going to Belize, I cannot wait for what God has in store for me, and I love you all.